Thank you, Dr. Brad. Our Hebrew lesson today is found in the Old Testament in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 7, verses 8 through 12. And before that, let's have a prayer. Guide us, O God, by your word and spirit, that in your light we may see the light, in your truth find freedom, and in your will discover your peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The people of Israel said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry out to the Lord, our God, for us, and pray that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. So Samuel took a sucking lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. Samuel cried out to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. As Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to attack Israel. But the Lord thundered with a mighty voice that day against Philistines and threw them into confusion, and they were routed before Israel. And the men of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and struck them down as far as beyond Bethkar. Then, then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Jeshana and named it Ebenezer. For he said, quote, thus far the Lord has helped us, unquote. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Patty. gospel according to Matthew chapter 1 we are in the beginning now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way when his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph but before they lived together she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit her husband Joseph being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace planned to dismiss her quietly But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our Hebrew lesson this morning in 1 Samuel takes place between the time of the judges and the time of the kings. Now you may recall that the people wanted a king. They had lived under judge rule and that meant that the judges were the top authority of the land. 
They kept the laws. They kept the peace. They made sure the citizens did as well. And Samuel lived in between the time. So he knew the people under the judgeship rule. And Samuel himself was a judge and a prophet. As we take up the scripture this morning, war is underfoot. The Ark of the Covenant has been transported, but the Philistines are pressing in. And Samuel is praying to the Lord on the people's behalf, the people of Israel. Listen to the voice of the people and all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. You see, the people keep falling back into Baal worship. They may say that they are worshiping Yahweh, but they are still under the influence of pagan worship. And God plead, Samuel pleads to God on their behalf. It's an uncertain time. And pretty soon, kingship will be the next kind of rule. The people want a king. God is reluctant. God knows that a king is not going to solve their problems. Only God will do that. In these few verses, 8 to 12, we hear that the people of Israel are getting a little panicky. Suddenly they need Samuel to argue with God on their behalf. God save the people. Don't let the Philistines have their way with us. So Samuel does just that. He goes to God, he argues on their behalf, and he sacrifices a whole burnt offering on their behalf. The Lord intervenes. He thunders with a mighty voice threw the Philistines into confusion, and they were routed before Israel. The Lord, ever faithful, comes through again. Then Samuel took a stone. He set it up between Mizpah and Jashana and named it Ebenezer. That word, Ebenezer, means the stone of help. That word, Ben, means stone, and that word, Azer, means helper. As you study your Bible and come into more and deeper Bible study, you'll run across that word, Azer. It's one of my very favorite Hebrew words. And it appears way earlier than Samuel in Genesis. When God said that God would provide an azer for Adam. He doesn't say a wife and he doesn't say an Eve or an her, a her. He says an azer and that word azer means Helper, or as some translations beautifully put it, a help meet 
one who meets you with help. Samuel named it Ebenezer, for he said, Thus far the Lord has helped us. He provided a stone of help. So the Philistines were subdued and did not again enter the territory of Israel. The hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. And for a moment, they had peace. One of my favorite hymns, as you probably know, is Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. We're going to sing it in a minute. And in that song, we raise our Ebenezer. We raise our stone of help. And so it is as God would have it. Several months ago, I ordered stones from Lifeway because I liked what they said. They say, thus far, the Lord has helped us. 1 Samuel 7, 12. And I thought, well, this would be fitting for uh, one of the last services in December. Thus far, the Lord has helped us. It says something about the past, something about the present, and a whole lot about the future. That the Lord will continue to sustain. The Lord will continue to breathe Holy Spirit breath here in this place among you, the people, and among people out there who haven't found 1501 yet. Yet. And then, as the Lord would have it, I came across this devotional in the upper room. They published this, Where the World Meets to Pray, devotional, of course. But this is like the best of the upper room. Shirley's smiling. She's a good Methodist. So as God would have it, this devotional is called Ebenezer. And not only that, it's the 27th day. Anybody? Okay. 27th day, and it says this. Read 1 Samuel 7, 8 to 12. We just did that. Verse 12, Samuel took a stone and named it Ebenezer, for he said, Thus far the Lord has helped us. And this author writes, When I first sang the words, Here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by thy help I come, I had no idea what Ebenezer meant. Then I read today's scripture and learned that Ebenezer refers to a stone memorial that Samuel built to remind the people how much God had helped them. The word means stone of help. I recognize the Lord's daily help when I look back at my journals, which I now think of as Ebenezer journals. Each day I make a list of 10 things I'm grateful for from the day before. I also make a list of prayer requests. The thank you lists are often answers to the requests. No matter the year or date, as I flip open the pages, I'm always struck by God's faithfulness. I am especially thankful for these records on days when I question God's answers or lack of answers. When we remember God's help thus far, then like Samuel, we can give thanks. And as we raise our Ebenezers, we need not doubt that help will come. Her thought for the day, what can I use as a reminder of God's faithfulness? And here's her prayer. 
Loving Father, thank you for hearing our prayers. Help us to trust your faithfulness. Amen. One of you shared with me this week something that helped me, and so I'll share it with the rest of you. And that is the fellowship of the church, the yummy meals we used to eat here, the people, the things, or the icing on the cake. But what makes it special is worshiping God. For this person, worshiping God is the standout. It is the thing. And everything else about church is the icing. And I believe as long as we keep that focus, that worshiping God is the main thing. The only acceptable sacrifice, the Bible tells us, is our praise. That's what God desires. Our praise, our glory, our honor. And we get to do that every time we're here and every time we're a community, even on Zoom. As I said Thursday night in the closing, the possibilities are endless. I used to say that, and then it got harder and harder with COVID. Even though I still believed it, but we weren't in this place to say it, now we are. Friends, raise your Ebenezer. The possibilities are endless. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.